0: senior producer of Aris here Current Affairs, Suna Fenter, has died. Her body was discovered uh, today and this morning at her flat in Fairlands. Fenter made headlines last year when she was suspended from the public broadcast along with a number of colleagues who later would be known as the SABC 8. Joining us now in studio is uh, Angie Caplianas, the National Radio Current Affairs Editor here at the SABC News. First and foremostly, Angie, to you and the team, our sympathies, my sympathies and we know her very well. What are the details at this point in time surrounding Sunafenter's death?
1: Um, thank you, Elvis. Um, you're correct. Um, her body was found at her flat in Fairlands this morning. Um, to give you a little bit of background, um, I last saw her on Tuesday, and then yesterday afternoon, I was a little bit worried, and I wasn't sure that I'd seen her at work. She'd been sickly. Um, she'd been recently diagnosed with a condition called cardiomyopathy. It's also known as broken heart syndrome. I don't know the details of that, but I think broken heart syndrome says a says lot. A lot yeah. yes. And um, I started worrying yesterday afternoon that I hadn't seen her. I spoke to some team members. Even this morning, I was contacting the RSG team leaders because we were going to do our accreditation at NASREC for the ANC Policy Conference. And then they couldn't tell me, so I contacted her executive producer, Futter Kricher, who's on leave at the moment, and said, look, she wasn't at work, you know, has she perhaps contacted you? And he said he'd contacted her family. She, They were in the Kruger National Park, and they would send someone from her flat to go and have a look. And um, mm. it, from what I understand, the flat wasn't broken into, and they you know had to get they find their way into the flat and that's when they found that she'd passed away mm-hmm. so we're not sure um she apparently the last thing she posted on facebook social media was tuesday evening around about eight so we're not sure of the exact causes of the death or the time of death mm-hmm. i think we're still grappling today in telling the colleagues and the team members and just in how to deal with this. it comes mm-hmm. as a shock and just very sad
0: mm-hmm. now I've known Sunna as a very passionate person mm-hmm. about international affairs, especially mm-hmm. Syria. Mm-hmm. She she was there for a while at the humanitarian, and a while at the political situation there. But back home, she was known to be part of the SABC Eight, which made headlines mm-hmm. all over South Africa and the world, for that matter. Tell us more about how she how she dealt with that.
1: Um, I, I think before how she dealt with that. I suppose it's I don't know if it's ironic, but it's almost a year ago this time that. Everything started unfolding publicly at the SABC, and it happened. Um, we were having a, we have diary meetings in the morning where we discuss the main stories for the day. And that day, I wasn't at that diary meeting. I was busy planning outside broadcasts and going for election training. And uh, our economics editor Tandeka Pubule, um Futhakira, and Sunna were at the line talk. And there was an instruction that they had taken. Um, the senior management, senior news management, that we were not to cover a right to no protest against the SABC for having implemented the the, the violent anti yeah, the violent footage. There was a ban on showing violent footage, predominantly on TV. And within two days they were suspended and then they were fired. They went to the Labour Court and they won the case and they were reinstated. The Labour Court found that they had been unlawfully dismissed. And they came back just in time, and there were other colleagues, another five uh, colleagues. That be, that's how they became known as the SABC-8. And they returned mm-hmm. to work just before the elections. Um, it was hard It was hard for them. They were at the forefront, and it was also hard for us behind the scenes. Um, there were also, round about August, when they returned to work, Sunna and Futa specifically started receiving cell phone threats. Those cell phone threats escalated into death threats. There were incidents of attack and assault against Sunna personally. There's a whole string of them. Um, and and I think that and her health condition, it was a combination. It, it was very traumatic. Yeah. It was very painful. It was very hard to keep focused, to stay yeah. focused. Um, so it's just been one long year. There's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel here at the SABC. But this just brings home how hard it has been for us and how, you know, Personally, for someone like Sunna, how mm. hard that has been too.
0: We're now at a point where we need to probably talk about her funeral. I'm sure mm-hmm. at this point in time it's very early, but mm-hmm. is there any details? Um, Elvis, year?
1: you're absolutely right. It's, it's, ap- it's too early. Um, as, as, as we said, you know, it's, we've only found out today. The hardest part of today for me was to call the RSG Radio Current Affairs team together and to tell them that she'd passed away. Mm -hmm. That was really the hardest thing for me because they just went into shock. Um, So Memorial Funeral, as soon as we know, we'll tell everyone. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say thank you to SANEF, the National Press Club, Bantu Hotna the colleagues that have just expressed their sympathy. Thank you for Mm -hmm. your support.
0: Angie, all the best. And let's keep all together strength here at the SABC. that was Angie as the National Radio Current Affairs Editor here at SABC News, on the death of SABC 8 journalist Suna Fenter. Meanwhile, the SABC 8 have reacted to the death of...